Hello, my name is Troy Grable. I'll be reading in 2 Corinthians 6, 3 through 13. Before we dive into today's scripture, let's pray. Lord, clear our minds of all distractions and fill our hearts with your word and your love. In your name we pray. Amen. Chapter 6, starting in verse 3. We live in such a way that no one will stumble because of us. No one will find fault with our ministry. In everything we do, we show that we are true ministers of God. We patiently endure troubles and hardships and calamities of every kind. We have been beaten, been put in prison, faced angry mobs, worked to exhaustion, endured sleepless nights, and have gone without food. We prove ourselves by our purity, our understanding, our patience, our kindness, by the Holy Spirit within us, and by our sincere love. We faithfully preach the truth God's power is working in us. We use the weapons of righteousness in our right hand for attack and in the left hand for defense. We serve God, whether people honor us or despise us, whether they slander us or praise us. We are honest, but we are called imposters. We are ignored, even though we are well-known. We live close to death, but we are still alive. We have been beaten. We have not been killed. Our hearts ache, but we always have joy. We are poor, but we give spiritual riches to others. We own nothing, yet we have everything. Our dear Corinthian friends, we have spoken honestly with you. Our hearts are open to you. There is no lack of love on our part, but you have withheld your love from us. I am asking you to respond as if you were my own children. Open your hearts to us. This chapter, to me, should be an eye-opener for us all. It hits right at the cross-section of who we are in Christ Jesus. We read all the things we are in Christ, if and when we follow him. However, we also read who others think or perceive or see who we are. In verse 3, Paul says, we live in such a way that no one will stumble because of us and no one will find fault with our ministry. Man, I ask myself, do I really live this way? Do I cause people to stumble? Would someone question or find fault in my faith or ministry? Honestly, yes, people would with me. I'm a sinner, though I've lived up to those sins and have asked for forgiveness. I've re-surrendered my existence so that Christ Jesus has the wheel of my life. And so I can continue to do my best to live out Christ's ministry to the best of my human abilities. Though I do feel this is where non-Christians, non-believers have a bad outlook on Christianity. Sometimes we never admit our sins or ask for forgiveness or even talk things out. Those acts alone give non-believers fuel for their thoughts. So in my opinion, in order to truly take the first step in surrendering, we need to admit our sins and ask for forgiveness or talk things out whether you walk away agreeing or not. It doesn't mean that that person 
or those group of people won't continue to have a perception of us in a negative light. And in verse 4, Paul says this, in everything we do, we show that we are true ministers of God. We patiently endure troubles, hardships of every kind. We will have to continue to endure hardships until we rebuild the trust that we've broken or that those people or persons actually witness our faith. Just like Paul says in verse 6, we prove ourselves through our purity, our understanding, our patience, our kindness, and by the Holy Spirit within us, and by our sincere love. It's not going to be easy for us. Even Paul had to prove his faith. A murderer at one time, and now a believer. And I can only imagine for Paul, because for me as well, it's really hard to hear things like, oh, I know who you are. I know your past. I know what you've done. The greatest gift we can give those friends or family members or people is our redemptive love. If we admit who we were and whom Jesus has made us into, they can't see anything different. Paul confirms that love strengthens our faith, strengthens our relationship, starts to heal hurts. In verse 11 and 12, he says, Oh, dear Corinthians, we have spoken honestly with you. Our hearts are open to you. There is no lack of love on our part. So I pray that I, we, our love versus seeking to be loved. If we live out our love for Jesus, then those who call us imposters, their hearts cannot see anything but who Jesus Christ is and his redemptive love for all of us, even sinners like me or a murderer like Paul. I appreciate you listening and participating in this podcast. I hope there was a nugget you can take from this podcast and use. I'm grateful for what Jesus has done in my life and is continuing to do in my life. Let's pray. Lord, Father, thank you for this opportunity to share your word, your love with all those that listen to this podcast. I pray that you help us to see our faults and to help us to ask for forgiveness, admit our sins, and seek you through surrendering our lives, our days, our minutes over to you. We pray this in your glorious name. Amen. Thank you, everybody, and have a wonderful day.